0: So this is our 41st episode of the year. I think last week was the first time we've had to cancel a show this year. Um, I think we'll have to check on that. But, uh, I think it was the first. Uh, well, Yeah, I think that was the first time we had to cancel this year. But we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get in why we had to cancel that and uh, why my Wednesday night last week was pretty bad. Talk about Las Vegas came and went uh Oof. lots lots unpack there and uh we're gonna unveil the wednesday night dash schedule which we were supposed to do last week but we're gonna do this week this is fr, racing's, this is FR racing's garage talk i'm dj fluk
1: i'm eric richardson
0: and so we had a very short window to record last week eric was on the road for a couple days uh we went we're gonna record wednesday night and i get home from work I was already dealing with a little bit of food poisoning from the night before. Not great, not terrible. But then I get home from work early because I get a call that my kid threw up at school. And that was my second child who has thrown up this week. My wife threw up on Tuesday night and I'm just counting down until I was next. And it just so happened to happen Wednesday afternoon well, with food poisoning, I get the flu. what's a great fruit. combination. Flu with food poisoning. Um, I couldn't even lie on my side without throwing up. I know it's kind of graphic, but I couldn't even lie on my side without throwing up. Like I lie on my back, and then I like adjust. I turn to the side, and I throw up. And I probably threw up like a dozen times between Ooh. like three and six o'clock. And my wife's like said I was just not all there. And she took my temperature. My temperature was like 103.2 or something like that. Uh, She reached down for my Apple Watch and put the heart rate monitor on. My resting heart rate after sleeping for two hours and throwing up in between uh, was pushing 140. It's a workout. Yeah, yeah, it was a workout. I'm just not all there. And she's like, I'm calling 911. And she called nine one (laughs) one, and so I somehow worked my way upstairs to my bed, and I kind of remember her on the phone, talking to nine one one, talking to the paramedics, and I'm just like, no, 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 don't, no, no. So like four minutes later, there's like five paramedics surrounding me. And yeah, they're doing vitals and they're checking me out. And they gave me some Zofran, which kind of turned things around for me. Like once that stopped, I was like, okay, I can go to sleep now at least. Um, but they're like, yeah, we're we're kind of 50-50 on if you should go to the hospital or not. And uh, but apparently I was coherent enough to go, no, I'm not <laughs> going to the hospital. So good. Yeah. So I didn't go. And we got a cat. on yeah, <laughs> We got a special <laughs> guest. So I spent the next couple of days kind of bouncing back from that, and uh, that sucked. Never had nine one one called on me before. I've yeah, called I've only
1: had one ambulance ride.
0: I've called nine one one for car wrecks, like witnessing car wrecks or being in a car wreck where you know I wasn't injured, but I called nine one one.
1: Yeah, I've done that.
0: But what was your, what was your ambulance ride?
1: Um. When I was sliding skeleton in Lake Placid.
0: Oh no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <clears throat> I don't think I knew
1: that. Yeah, that one wasn't too fun.
0: Yikes. I bet they uh I bet that ambulance crew goes out to Lake Placid quite a bit to that facility. Oh, I bet. They probably have like a like a delivery, it's like you know their milk run or it's like, all right, we're just gonna swing by Lake Placid's, you know bobsled skeleton luge facility today and see if anybody needs a ride to the hospital.
1: Yeah. I ended up getting cleared as back on track uh, just a couple days later.
0: So I don't think we've really ever talked about this before, but you, you trained with the U S Olympic skeleton team or I don't know to be trained, trained. I would,
1: I'd put it more. I was there and I was sliding with Olympic hopefuls at the time that later did become Olympians. You're you're trying, I mean you were trying to make this yeah, I was trying, I was trying to learn and develop. It's a brand new sport. It's not like you can just go down the street and this slide head first at 60, 70 plus miles an hour.
0: With just a sled, basically.
1: Yeah. And you a know, helmet.
0: yeah. Yeah, you're you're basically a torpedo down an ice tube. Not even a tube. It's like yeah, you it know, bobsled Bob's is like you know. At least you're in the sled. You got somebody driving it. You got somebody uh, running the brakes in the back. Uh, skeletons
1: actually the safest of the three sliding sports. Really?
0: I, I would have never. You have guessed... Such a lower center of gravity. I I would have guessed spread out on the fact you're going head first is the. Uh... But then again, you know, there there was the issue in the Olympics years back where or there was an event, I don't know if it's like the actual Olympics, where a bobsled team was decapitated when a sled flipped. Uh, really, yeah. You know, Not sure about that one. Yeah, gruesome stuff here. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that happened. I I, you know.
1: Yeah, bobsleds are a little bit more just because they're so top-heavy. Great Disney movie, by the way. Cool running. Yeah,
0: yeah. They they weren't. De- I mean, they look like they might have been decapitated. Uh,
1: Somebody really crashes, but they walk away.
0: But yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, the in 1966 near Lake Placid, the world champion Italian driver Sergio Zardini was decapitated. Hmm. So okay, so it was. It was Many, many years ago, but it happened. See, I was, I was a little off on the prediction on, you know, a few years back. I mean, that's many years back.
1: Safety's come a long way since then, too.
0: That Yes, that is true. I mean, you could say the same thing about auto racing in general. I mean, you look at Le Mans in the 1960s, like the 1950s, 1960s. That was like peak death period for Le Mans. Like, you look through it, it's just like, if, if somebody didn't die... At Le Mans, like that was unusual for that time. And then you know, finally, like I mean, it's it's been some years since there's been a death at Le Mans. I'm looking now.
1: Not how uh, I normally start a show here, but yeah,
0: yeah, we're, we're really <laughs> gruesome here. Um, yeah, so it's history. Yeah, You're so liking? here, so here, here's the 1950s. Not the bad parts, the history so these are the races with a death starting with the 1950s 51 53 55 which has the 1955 le mans disaster um 56 58 63 65 66 67 69 another one on 60 uh 69 was the train uh a test session and then there was one on the actual in 69 72 76 81 yeah i mean it's just there were a lot of deaths in the like the sixties and seventies. Twenty thirteen was the last time there was a death. Ten minutes uh, in a
1: lot to the advancements in driver safety and car safety. It's really amazing just what it's done even in the last twenty years.
0: Well, and the other thing too is like a lot of these were. You know, the drivers went over guardrails and crashed into trees. And it's like they've redesigned the track or taken the trees out or. Yeah, it's that they have catch
1: fences now, not just a foot and a half tall guardrail.
0: Or are you looking, you know, IndyCar and and NASCAR with the safer barriers? That's made a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony George, who gets a lot of criticism. I mean, he was the one who put money into that. Uh, I think it was the uh, the death of Scott Brayton in the mid nineties at Indy kind of spearheaded that. And I think it was the university of Nebraska you worked with and they essentially funded the research for the safer barrier. And now it's, it's a standard everywhere.
1: You know, well, and even know. our NASCAR champion, Ryan Blaney was critical about oh. Nashville, not having safer barriers on the inside wall.
0: Oh, and he took that huge hit. we
1: had a bad hit.
0: It's like you know they rebuild North Wilkesboro, which is a you know that track basically closed pre safer barrier. And you know, the, what are they doing after they get the track ready? They're putting the safer barrier in.
1: And if you're not sure about the safer okay. barrier, is the steel and foam energy reduction barrier yes safer?
0: And it's not like the styrofoam barrier that they tried to test with in Zari Line Dyke, I think, in Indianapolis. I in uh, rocks, yeah
1: just exploded and made the crash look 10 times worse. And it,
0: I mean, it was bad, but cushion the crash it
1: worse. It just,
0: you know, it just took like an hour to clean up all the styrofoam that exploded everywhere around the track. But Hey, you know, it's yeah, innovation. It's cool. That's, that's probably the most important safety innovation in motorsports in the last, well, long time. So is there a formula one race over the weekend? Um. Yeah, there was actually. There was? Oh, oh, I wonder where that was. Oh. Um, did it did involve I Think Vegas. Yeah, was it? Oh. I I heard it was a uh, I thought it was a circus because I heard Max Verstappen say stuff about, you know, looking like clowns.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that was also <laughs> a reference to the uh, Hunger Games.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was it, it's the yeah, you know, and it's funny, too. People are giving Max a lot of crap because he, he spent the whole week ripping the place, and rightfully so. Like, he was ripping the event and the so practice session. So, we start session. with the
1: race first, or do no, we talk about we gotta, the event first? We got to
0: do the drama and the
1: event. Oh, guest appearance again by my cat.
0: Well, we got to talk about the event because that's... Oh, you know, man. That's, like, 75% of the story. I mean, the race was great. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed... I was planning on walking away about halfway through to go, like, get ready for bed. And I was glued to the TV the entire time. And the next thing I know, it's over and it's 1 a.m. I'm like, crap. <laughs> but um, so
1: I think we covered a lot of the buildup. Yeah. We're up to kind of the week of race now, aren't we?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, Vent shows up They're on Wednesday. They have this opening <laughs> ceremony. And they have uh Kylie Minogue play and 30 Seconds to Mars and John Legend, and then they introduce the drivers,
1: they're being lifted on like elevators,
0: yeah, they're on these like platforms, and then they like lower them into the ground. And uh, yeah, Max, that's his uh, we look like clowns standing out here. Um, yeah, it it got off to a interesting start you can tell these drivers do not like these special event special intros no. and all the, thea- the uh, theatrics associated with it but it's like i think they could maybe
1: vegas. deal with fit if it was monaco
0: yeah i mean monaco has like the tradition behind it at least vegas is just you know it's the entertainment capital of the world
1: i like how the it- The stat on the race previous race winners at Vegas was it 61 and 62 or 81 70s?
0: It was like, yeah, it was like 81. It was (laughs) so long ago, I don't remember. (laughs) And it was in the uh, it was the outdoor parking lot of Caesar's Palace that was turned into like a two mile track
1: that looked like fingers,
0: yeah. And it nobody showed up to it, so it was canceled after a couple of years. And um, Thursday it's freezing cold. You know, you get the quote from Ross Braun who, you know, is a brilliant guy. Like, you know, he was behind, you know, the Braun GP team and he was the technical guy at Ferrari for all those, you know, the, the peak Schumacher years, you know, obviously a brilliant guy with the car, but you know, as the head of the, was it competition committee or whatever, whatever his title is now. Um, yeah, made some quote about they didn't think about what the temperature would be when they scheduled Las Vegas at night in November. You're in a desert. What was it, the second second or third coldest event?
1: I think it ended up being a little warmer than they were predicting, but Canada was still the coldest, and I think it was either second or third. And I haven't seen the official race temperature on it.
0: You could see coming out during FP1 on Thursday that there was just... There was some hesitation by by the drivers because they just you know brand new track recently paved. you know there's no rubber on the on the on the ground. It's cold and uh we get eight minutes in and a weld breaks on a water manhole cover and it explodes off into the bottom of Carlos Sainz's car. does $2 million in damage to his car, $1.5 to $2 million, depending on who you ask. And he got a 10-place grid penalty.
1: Because they changed parts, and FIA said, well, there's nothing that we can do about it.
0: There's also the rumor that, well, I think Mercedes may have admitted it, but they said that, hey, that's the rule, that's the rule. So, um, I mean, it is the rule. It's a stupid rule. It's not his yeah. fault. He didn't wreck the car. <laughs> Your track fell apart.
1: When the track causes the damage, there should be an exception for
0: that. Yes, I agree. Now, I, if he just...
1: hit the wall and they wanted to change parts because of it, that's on them. But,
0: no, he he drove over a city street, what he was supposed to be doing destroyed his bottom of his car he's
1: probably lucky it just didn't kick the car into a wall
0: or come through the bottom of the car and hit him or something like that yeah but i mean it's just have you seen the video of him driving over that from like people yeah it just looks like there's an explosion under him somebody thought he blew his engine well i guess he kind of did but not not as you know not because of why we thought at first (laughs) So FP1 gets shut down after about eight minutes. Been a couple hours. And they basically like, do you see what they did? They just basically took like pothole patch and just put it over it it like it was a pothole. Um, And then FP2 got delayed. Yeah, That's pushed out till about 2.30 a.m. Vegas time. And they have FP2. But... They kicked everybody out. Well, the, the few people that had stuck around got kicked out of the stands because of either something to do with staffing or that they were having to open roads back up. I I don't know what the official. Excuse I thought I heard was.
1: staffing that they didn't have enough security and. Yeah,
0: yeah I heard that. They
1: kicked everybody out,
0: and then they said no refunds to the people. Then they said, "Oh well, if you had a one-day pass and you came for Thursday, we'll give you a two hundred dollars merchandise credit to the uh, the shop,
1: which you still have to pay shipping and handling."
0: And uh, class action lawsuit was filed, by the way. Yes,
1: on but behalf I, of the things.
0: But I guess they, I I think I heard that they are uh, they're giving refunds, which you you have to.
1: Yeah, you kind of need to.
0: Like the event didn't happen. Like you have to give a refund. You know, it's like even if it rained out, like even if there was lightning, like, you know, they, you know, they reschedule it. But, you know, in this case, they didn't. So they have to refund you. And um, they asked Max, who was, you know, filter off and said, Hey, Max. And they said that they weren't giving a refund. Oh, and their statement basically said, eh, It happens. It was yeah. Response. Very uh, very you know empathetic response from the committee. But Max, well, is like man, if I was a great start, you if I was a fan, I'd be ripping that place apart right now.
1: Man of the people. I think Max had what about two dozen kind of
0: zingers. Whips. He he had some really good zingers this weekend, but people are giving him crap for uh spending the whole weekend ripping him apart and then he wins the race and his tune completely changes and like, just <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Um, yeah.
1: You know, he's right and wrong. Yeah. I think it's fair that he can criticize and point things out. Maybe you shouldn't because you're in the series, but you know, good fr- for him.
0: Friday comes along. FP3 is relatively uneventful. Both McLaren's end up out in Q1. Both Williams end up in Q3 for the first time in like six or seven years. Uh, Alonzo and Lewis Hamilton both missed Q3. <laughs> you know, and so you got a 1 2 from Ferrari coming out of there, but Carlos Sainz got these 10 place grid penalty as a result of the exploding. Mantle cover. So yeah, this is just wild. this is just Friday. Like we haven't even hit the race yet. So Saturday comes along, and I don't know if you saw this, but Bruce they brought out Bruce Buffer, you know UFC announcer, yep. and they're doing the introductions and like Checo. I didn't see the actual clip. I walked away because I'm like, this is cringy, and I need a beer. And I I walked away, but I guess Checo is like, where do I go now or something like that? Or am I done? (laughs) Something to (laughs) that extent. Let me me go. (laughs) But um, the best part, though, leading up to the race, they did a driver parade where they put them in the back of these like old convertibles and Oscar Piastri's car just starts leaking oil all over the track like an hour before the race (laughs) is supposed to start. And so they're frantically there, like you know, dump you know, dumping the uh the quick dry onto the track and trying to sweep up all the oil. And it was, you know, it wasn't the racing line that where the oil was, but it's just like, oh my god, what what next? And the race still hasn't started at this point. But we're now at race time. Um, Max gets a five second penalty for shoving Leclerc off the track, way off the track. I think somebody made an illustration where they put like five Red Bulls in the space where like, you know, Max from the white line from where Max like actually ended up guys five second penalty and made his comment of like, oh, that's that's okay. Give him my regards or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's I like just, how they were just talking delirious. about it during the race. of That penalty at the time almost was not a penalty.
0: It was like, yeah, it was give up the place. And then it's like, okay, so maybe he's not going to run away with this one. Um, but also on the opening laps uh alonzo goes for a move has no grip spins himself out Checo loses his front wing where have we heard that one before that wasn't his fault Sign uh, spun Sign spun valteri botas uh i think went into alonzo twice like the first one was off the crash but i think he gave him a second little little tap
1: and i think he got tapped from behind too
0: yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a mess. I mean, there's just no grip on those uh, in that opening lap. But then, man, Lando Norris, uh, what five laps in?
1: See, he ended up bottoming out, and it just kicked his car around.
0: Yeah, and he just went for a ride and uh, took a pretty big hit
1: yeah i hadn't seen it as i came in with about 17 laps to go um after getting back from the trip i was on so i'm like yeah you know it's 17 to go i'll just watch it and i heard him mention like norris um at a hospital
0: I'm like what yeah it was purely precautionary that's a pretty good hit and you know it. he uh he posted on his social media later of him giving me like i'm okay sign and uh you know, it looks like you have the zero with the fingers up like I'm OK, which is offensive in some countries. But that's that's for no, that's another story. But uh, there's this meme going around that says, how much money does Lando Norris have left after having to pay for the American healthcare system? Zero. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, yeah, you have. You know, Max with his penalty, he had to take his five second penalty on a stop, falls to ninth. Checo's leading the race. Leclerc's re- leading the race. You know uh, that
1: group that had to pit early of damage actually ended up benefiting.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, Max came back, caught Checo, caught Leclerc. And then Checo caught Leclerc, and Leclerc's running third. We're down to the final lap. And then out of nowhere, Leclerc passes Checo,
1: and that was a 15, great
0: move. It was. He just came out of nowhere. I swear he was like a second back not that long ago, and then here he is, Turn fourteen, coming off the strip. That was a great place to pass. Oh, a lot of uh, a lot of good passes through that area over the weekend.
1: Yeah, the race itself has actually surprised with, considering the track looks like an upside down pig. Pig, and it was freezing. There's no grip. I was surprised to see how close everything was running and that it was fairly competitive. Although it did basically look like it was a very long DRS trade.
0: Yep, at, at points it was. Yeah.
1: Which has been one of the criticisms of some of the races where you just can't move because every car's in DRS. There,
0: I don't know what the official passing count was, but, um, you know, Lewis had a puncture. Uh, when he went got into Piastri, but he still managed to get back to seventh. George Russell got a five second penalty for I think bumping into Max. Oh, yeah, and Max even got into you know a little scuffle with, with George Russell.
1: Yeah, some were saying Max, like he was in the wrong, shouldn't have done it. Russell was like, Yeah, I didn't look in my mirror,
0: but yeah, that was like Max was like really jolly after that, and it's like he was so angry the whole weekend and rightfully so. And then all of a he's sudden he's just
1: glad to be done. Like, he's singing, he's
0: singing Viva Las Vegas. And I, honestly though, I think it was more, he, uh, he was challenged.
1: He had He really had to,
0: he really had to earn that win and he has not been really challenged much this year. Well, and, how many
1: races <laughs> do we watch where it's like 30 he's, seconds head. Well, and he's, Watching on the video boards as he goes around the track. <laughs> like he knows what's going on because he's watching the race.
0: <laughs> I mean, he had to work his way up from ninth. He had a penalty. He got into it with George Russell, had a little bit of damage. I mean, he only won by this only a couple seconds. It wasn't even a couple seconds. I think it was those guys were second.
1: right there behind him. It yeah, was... at most it was two. But if... I th-
0: I'm pretty sure it was under a second. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It was two point oh seven seconds. It was, uh, it was about three tenths of a second between Leclerc and and Perez. But, yeah, and and Ocon finished fourth. Lance Stroll fifth, Sign sixth, who you know, started 12th and spun. Yeah, wild order finish. Hamilton seventh, Russell eighth. Russell had a five-second penalty that pushed him down to eighth.
1: And we found that Williams and Haas could qualify, but did not have race pace.
0: Nope. They're overheating the tires. Piastri, That's what 10. I found
1: interesting, too. A lot of the cars ended up overheating. And having temperature issues. One thing that was really fun to watch, though, was the fastest laps. At the beginning, they're running 139s. 140.
0: 138.
1: And then as you start getting to the end, they start dropping down 134s. That just goes to show they got Uh, some rubber built up.
0: Piastri got the fastest lap. 135,
1: 490. Yeah, they were starting to get them.
0: We have Abu Dhabi this weekend.
1: No repeat of last lap, pass, championship on the line.
0: No, no, there's really nothing nothing going on here. I mean, the only thing that's going on here is that Ferrari is only four points back of Mercedes for second in the constructors. And that's, I mean, outside of some random placing, that's really about it.
1: And I guess you have the other thing, Max Verstappen's um, Super License Renewal just keeps getting more and more expensive.
0: Yes, yes, it does. I think it'll be okay.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll be (laughs)
1: fine. Oh, and then I did like the stuff on social media. I paid $5,000 for these seats and you can barely see the track.
0: Yeah, you saw like half the fence.
1: Spectator viewing has something to be desired.
0: Yeah. And then they had the, they were putting up like curtains to block the view and people are ripping down the screens and trying to climb up. And someone put a video of, of like one of the pedestrian bridges and people are like stopping the pedestrian, you know, the security's like, nope, keep walking, keep walking. It's just, yeah, they, they need to work on the logistics of the fan experience. And I hope they learn their lesson, but I, something tells me they won't Mm, probably not like price this thing better like just price it better get you know if you price it more competitively like i know that's not what they wanted they didn't want real fans there they wanted they wanted the high rollers flying in from around the world like monaco and fill Mm -hmm. it full of high rollers and they didn't get that they had to frantically sell tickets at the last second for fractions of what they were hoping for. Hotel rooms were below what the typical average for this time of year should have been because they essentially tanked demand. I mean, I was considering going and then I saw how much they were charging. I'm like, nope,
1: not going. Yeah, we would have looked at going out there and find a way to make it work and then prices come up. Nope. Nope.
0: Yep. But next year, middle of October, should be a little warmer. Maybe they'll think twice about pricing, but I doubt it. We'll see. You no,
1: know, I but. did just read something. I guess uh, Chase Carey during the gridwalk. Um, let's look that they're maybe looking at New York City.
0: Yeah, I, I heard that. It's like, what are you going to you can't put four races in the U.S. Like you shouldn't have three anyway.
1: This article is looking like maybe taking away Texas.
0: You can't take your away. Out. You can't take that coda away.
1: It's such a better track than Miami and Vegas. Although Vegas right. made it competitive.
0: <laughs> like, they Where need are going to put it in New York. Like, I that, guess they
1: saw what happened in Chicago and, were like, hey, this is a great idea.
0: Let's go to New York. Like, no. <laughs> logistically, yeah, going terrible. through New York, you can't do it. Like, it's so small.
1: You're going to race through Times Square. That's going to be your goal. Good luck.
0: Could you imagine shutting down Times Square? I mean, they do it oh. for New Year's Eve, but could you imagine shutting that down for like an entire week and sh- shutting down like a five mile?
1: Not even just a week. Think about all the repaving and construction that you'll have to do. Oh, God. There's no way.
0: I don't think you can logistically make that happen.
1: Stay at Coda and get rid of the other U.S. dates.
0: Just, yeah, stay at Coda. And if you want to have another U.S. date, go to like Laguna Seca, go to Watkins Glen. Ooh, Laguna would be fun in F1. Did you imagine those giant cars trying to go through the corkscrew?
1: (laughs) (laughs) How about Road America?
0: Have they had a Formula One race at Road America?
1: I don't know. Road Atlanta could be a fun one too.
0: I think. Indy car should go to Road Atlanta.
1: Speaking of that, I should take a IndyCar car on iRacing to Road Atlanta, see how it drives.
0: I just went to Road America's website. I, I was trying to Google Road America, and then I got information about how to get into Road America's shareholder meeting.
1: <laughs>
0: how do you become a shareholder of Road America? I want to know.
1: You can buy in, be a part owner now.
0: Yeah, I'll buy in Road America. Interesting. That's
1: So Formula One, are they going to be back next year?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're already opening up ticket presale for next and year.
1: Do they change anything?
0: I don't know if they changed the course. I don't think the course is really the problem. I mean, no, the course than, other than the better manhole cover. I think the course. And temperature. Is fine. I think they need to fix the fan experience, and uh, not start it so late. Like you don't need to wait till. Yeah, you like, shut
1: off basically the east coast of the U.S.
0: For like the ra- all of it. The, I don't think the TV ratings were that good. I mean they didn't they put it on the ESPN, not ABC. And uh they started at one a.m. Eastern on a Sunday morning. Let's see, MSA Xfinity GT World Challenge. Nope, Formula One Nothing is never, has. it's a. it's an FIA grade two, so they wouldn't even be able to go there. Oh, yeah, they'd have to upgrade.
1: Probably the whole paddock area would have to be redone.
0: I would assume so, yeah.
1: Now, do we dive into at least briefly the other big news in motorsports?
0: Are you talking about motorsport games or something? Yes,
1: else? motorsport games. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. What do we tell you? Motorsport games, IndyCar game is officially done. And not by done completed, I mean.
1: They fired the the entire development team. Well, I guess not fired. They let them go because they have no money.
0: They're broke. And they're like, well, well, we're we're figuring out ways to complete this. I'm I'm supposed to complete it if you lay off your entire development team.
1: I think we can probably go back. And I'm pretty sure we said this would happen when it was kind of announced. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Nobody is surprised.
0: So in IndyCar is trying to figure out what to do. iRacing's made a comment of it would take a couple years for a game to come out on console. I don't care. Like they need a presence somewhere in the gaming industry. So they need first they need to give iRacing the old license back. Like, who cares if they get the console?
1: Yeah, let the sim come back.
0: Put the NTT logos back up there. Let them broadcast races. Let them do the iRacing Indy 500. Let them put, you know, call it the NTT IndyCar series again, not US Open Wheel Class B and C. Let them go to the actual courses that they have in iRacing. That's a good start. After that, I don't give a crap.
1: Uh, I thought would be if you want to make the console game, then you can alternate stuff, develop your NASCAR game, then develop the IndyCar. Then if you have a two, three year cycle, you can get a four year cycle on a game before you need to really make big updates,
0: especially with you know, how you can patch it now.
1: Because you don't need Madden 98, Madden 99, Madden 2000, Madden 1. We I mean, were 80. basically
0: pay, paying for patching and reskins.
1: Yeah, like all the Madden <laughs> games and stuff like that. It's the same
0: game, just reskinned. Maybe a new track. It's funny looking at NASCAR 98 and some of the tracks in there. And it's like, what is this track?
1: All the fake tracks they made.
0: Yeah. Some of yeah. them were awesome. I didn't even remember until I, I bought NASCAR 98 and put it in a PlayStation. And I was like, what is this track? I mean, there's some in there that they don't call. Them. Isn't Suzuka in there or something like that? Or is that- I think so.
1: I forget what it was, but there's one road course I really liked. I think if we went back with the iRacing system, I'd probably have like a 10-lap race with 100x because of all the off-tracks I would do.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, Betty Parsons. Hey, buddy, you're going the wrong way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> that incident count? Um, Like what we used to do, paintball mode at Bristol. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I would like that now where like... You're messing up and you in iRacing racing and you get like Benny Parsons popping in. Hey buddy, you're going the wrong way.
1: Now, here you go. 13th week ridiculousness. Let's go short track racing and put in paintball mode. Paintball. It would just be awesome.
0: Oh, so Yeah, we're crossing our fingers. We don't have a BCD schedule yet, but. Yeah, we have a couple in the works
1: trying to give it just enough time to see what is going to happen here. Because if we see that there is a green light that races can be broadcast, we want to bring. We're moving, moving quickly behind closed doors to your viewing pleasure. From a TV perspective, because not the car.
0: Yeah, because it's been great. And the fact you can't see it beyond one person's car if they're not involved. Uh, yeah, you're missing out. Uh, I guess I've had a lot of fun. I'm glad I've been able to make time for it. So we'll uh, we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I've had a
1: blast in that series and be able to go back and watch these races. They are wheel to wheel.
0: And then uh speaking of schedules though,
1: we do yeah, have we... Wednesday night dash schedule here. And yeah, we got an announcement, don't we?
0: Yes, yes, we do. Well, let's put it up there. All right. So let's let's uh let's go through the Wednesday night dash. 10 ra- 10 races, one road course. Uh our short track week. I mean, we're what do we count? I mean, we do have Bristol in there. We've got Richmond. Those are our short tracks. So Richmond's uh,
1: almost like an intermediate. Yeah. I'm excited for a season opener, though. It's a new we are, venue.
0: We have not raced here before. No. We are, we are opening the season January 10th at Rockingham.
1: Going to The Rock.
0: The Rock, North Carolina Speedway. So the Rock, which has been trying to finagle their way back into the NASCAR schedule. Um, we're going to do week one there, January 10th. Fun fact,
1: I have been there. It is in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, and they have a rock out front with names engraved on it.
0: I mean, can't you say that about like every racetrack in North Carolina? It's like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, North Wilkesboro, Concord Speedway, the Lake Concord Speedway. <laughs> I mean, even Charlotte Motor Speedway is a little out there. It's out there. Week 2, January 17th, Richmond Raceway. We have not done a race at Richmond either.
1: Another new debut.
0: January 24th will be our Super Speedway visit to Talladega. Always, always a lot of fun at Talladega. As long as you I, don't get caught up, I
1: enjoy Talladega
0: uh, as do I. Uh, we mentioned Bristol will be January 31st. We're going to go under the lights because Bristol's better at night. I don't care what we say, it don't need dirt, we just need lights.
1: Yep, no more dirt race next year.
0: That's true. Uh, February 7th, back to Phoenix Raceway, running during a the day there.
1: We'll change up there.
0: Yep, yep, it's not our finale, so we are going to do the middle of the season, during the during the day, Phoenix Raceway. And then Eric's favorite week, which he will conveniently not be in attendance for, February yeah, 21st. Yeah, I am busy. We're skipping Valentine's Day week, because you need a week of practice, and our you know, significant others, Valentine's Day, you know. Uh, we're going to the Roval. Yes, we are going to the Roval. I don't. I to... will be watching on
1: Stadium Scene TV.
0: The Roval, February twenty eighth. We're heading to an oval at Indianapolis.
1: It is coming back this year. I am hoping to be in attendance. And we did the term.
0: we did the Oval twenty twenty two spring, uh, in the next gen car. Um. Uh,
1: that was on the old track, wasn't it?
0: It was on the old track. It was before the rescan. So we'll be on the new new scan of Indianapolis for that one. And then March 6th, everybody's favorite track, Texas Motor Speedway. We'll be doing the new config. So that'll be uh, slipping and sliding, going around that, that mess of a track.
1: Yeah, fun, greasy track. Should add some chaos into the schedule there.
0: Then March 13th, we have not done a next gen race here, but we have done an ArCA race last year at the Monster mile of Dover.
1: That's actually a really fun race.
0: I yeah, I think with the next gen, it's just even though it's a mile, it feels bigger.
1: feels like a speedway.
0: It, it really does. And then we'll be closing out the 10 race season under the lights at Kansas Speedway.
1: Kansas has been a havoc wrecker in the playoffs.
0: That's been a lot of fun too. Like that was, it got criticized pretty heavily for being a generic one and a half mile. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, It's, it's got that high line that a lot of people like to race on. And um, I think that'll be a good way to close out the season on March 20th. So January 10th to March 20th, we're going to go over two months in this season.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun to see how that one plays out because a lot of people like to run the high line, but at equal number, like to run that bottom. So, so we'll huh? see which one carries speed.
0: Hunter Hughes has confirmed. He'll be back in the booth for this season and, uh, might be working on a, <coughs> man, I need to stop coughing. A, a trying to get a color commentator this season. So if you know anybody, let's, uh, let's talk.
1: And if um, certain band gets lifted, we may be looking for another announcer. Look, for... Looking for
0: looking for a crew for uh, for Tuesday night. So back back to back Tuesday and Wednesday night, and uh, there you go. So the first season, I mean, I think we can tell this for the summer time. You know, we're back in the next gen in the, in the winter or spring, and then spring summer will be
1: looking at going trucking
0: we're going trucking and I'm looking
1: forward to that getting back to them
0: we haven't been in the truck since well we did the well at least you me and Tyler did for our, uh, <laughs> Atlanta race in uh in the spring and summer and we'll be back in the Arca car in the fall so yeah the gt3 was a fun experiment but I don't I think we're gonna spin that off as its own standalone thing someday don't know when mm-hmm. but um you know we you know, we've obviously, you know, we met Ian Miller through through that process. So, I mean, that that was a great help, you know, for us. Ian's been uh, awesome coming in and he's experimented in the overworld, but he's also been uh, been doing endurance racing with us. So, uh, you know, the obviously had a huge impact for us having, having Ian come in uh, and finding our GT3 season. But, you know, for Wednesday night, it didn't really have the... Uh, interest that we thought it would
1: yeah if we could target maybe more into the european side i think we could get it
0: i think if we do it like a saturday morning thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: do like a saturday morning sprint or a sunday morning sprint
1: and probably maybe something else to be on the lookout for not imminently but some point maybe in 2024 um, the uh, SRX series.
0: Yeah, yeah, they got the SRX scan done. Don't know when that'll get released, but you know, we're talking about an SRX league one night. Uh, we've experimented with potentially doing a super formula series. So we got a lot of ideas in the works, but you know what we're trying to do is we got 15 drivers last year into Wednesday Night Dash. We're trying to get that number up to 20 and hold it. And, uh, you know, work on making that broadcast better and make the racing good.
1: It's been a lot of fun so far, both series, BCD and WND. Let's see what we can do. 2024, it's right around the corner.
0: Yeah, the thing is, too, with, with iRacing, I mean, I am not wouldn't risk this, but, like, the reason they had a broadcast ban is because Motorsport Games has the exclusive license. They don't anymore. What's preventing you from broadcasting it? Like, I race, I mean, I, I obviously they could just say it's our term that you can't do that, but the reason they're saying that is because they didn't have the license. I mean, I guess technically they still don't, but I don't know. I feel like this is going to get lifted soon. A I lot so. soon. I, I've, it almost seems like January 1st we're going to be like, shoot, we got to find a broadcast team or lock in a broadcast team
1: yeah we'll be working on some things be on the lookout here maybe in the next few weeks we'll probably have an announcement or two coming along for some other projects
0: yes we we had a meeting today that went really well uh took a turn that i wasn't expecting but i it was good I, i think we've uh Yeah, I think we got a fun surprise that we're going to be announcing here in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, once we get a few more details finalized, we'll we'll bring that out to you. Maybe even do a special episode of Garage Talk for it.
0: On that note, (laughs) one more cough. (laughs) One more cough for good good measure tonight. You can take a drink every time uh, you cough. Yeah, drink every time I cough. You can see up here I've got my uh, Hue play lights. They were mounted to my wall before, but you can see they're now right here and then there's another one over there and i have a updated video i'll update our blog post on the hue play lights but they sync to the eye racing flags and i realized i can have i can set it to a color when there's no flag on there and then it'll change the light above my head to the flag color so when it greens out green light right above my head and then uh and it goes back to whatever color i have it set to white flag yellow flag pretty sweet
1: DJ keeps upgrading all of his stuff. I still have my desk and kitchen table chair.
0: Yes, but the difference is you're getting better at what you're doing. I'm not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you got a lot better during that indie season.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: Look out I, for I, DJ here, twenty twenty four.
0: I, I, I it's like things are starting to click finally. Like I think it's taken a lot longer than it, it needed to, but it's like I'm, I'm getting that comfort level where. You know, I'm I'm scrubbing speed going into corners or coming out of corners because I'm afraid I'm gonna lose the car. Where I'm like, okay, I can push that a little bit more, or I can get back on the throttle now. I don't have to come off the throttle as much going into that turn.
1: Hopefully um, I don't James say anything about put it out there. 2024, you're breaking through first win. One of the two people. one of the series.
0: Yeah, I I it's, it's like i've come so close a couple of times now I, I gotta
1: yeah you're there
0: i just need an official win i also need to do some official races. <laughs> yeah, i need to get more into i, I gotta look and see what time's that usf 2000 run
1: uh it's every two hours i think it's gonna be on uh odd, odd hours now
0: Well, so we can see when yeah, daylight it,
1: savings time hits, I go from even hours to odd hours on the series.
0: Oh, that's right. Because UTC doesn't No daylight savings in UTC land. Uh, or in UC, UTC format. Where is it? Ah, here we go. USF 2000. Uh, Every two hours. So for me, it's 5, 7, 9, 11, 1, 3, 5.
1: I'll be the same then.
0: So let's see. Let's see how people have done. Good turnout though. Three splits in the uh in the last run.
1: I gotta see how fast I can run in a race.
0: Let's see. We would probably would have been in this split here. Qualification, wow, 27.161 for the poll. I could probably end up, as long as I don't eat it, I could probably get into the qualify top five. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta get in there, do some USF yeah. two thousand and Phoenix Legacy on the oval. Need to give it a
1: go. I'm sure a lot of people haven't done it. Well, they haven't, but I do have the top time in the time attack.
0: Well, let's see. Let's see if you still do.
1: It's up. So maybe somebody's knocked it off.
0: Um USF time attack. You are still number one. I am number four. I'm I only... can hold on
1: for a couple more weeks. I'll be my first top one.
0: I'm only, uh, only about two tenths off your time. Two hundredths off of world champion status.
1: Those are all kind of arbitrary because it's broken down in 10% segments. Yeah. So it's all based on how many cars run.
0: It's funny, too, looking at the other times. They have three times as many people have run the time attack on the Phoenix Oval as they have any other road course. Oh, I guess the Gateway. Only nine people have run Gateway. You're currently sitting sixth out of nine in the.
1: (laughs) I was first for a while. Then I stopped running it.
0: Yeah, oh, you didn't do the boot at uh Watkins Glen.
1: I've only done a couple of them.
0: Yeah, Red Bull Ring, Willow Springs, Lime Rock Park Grand Prix. I think I raced that one. You did. You were currently saying 23rd, Belle That's Isle. A
1: car in that track, I went to a time trial at Belle Isle. That thing is a mess. It is so incredibly bumpy.
0: Interlagos. Yeah, we get a super formula League going. I think that could be a lot of fun. They just need more options for configs. So right now there's only...
1: Just the what, 12 that they ran? Yeah. I'm actually not a big fan of that car.
0: It's different, that's for sure.
1: There's a big learning curve and I still got to learn.
0: It's, yeah, it's not as bad as that Mercedes Formula One car. That's.
1: I don't know. I'd almost prefer the Mercedes. i felt better in that than the Super Formula.
0: Yeah, at least in the Super Formula, you can make it look cool. You don't have to just use the awkward yeah. color schemes.
1: I think I have the uh, Red Bull Coda on online right now. For the. <laughs> for, for the Super, Super formula.
0: formula. Oh, nice. I need to pick something for the USF 2000. I don't have... Uh, let's see. I
1: have the Ari Leyendijk's Domino's car.
0: Oh, nice. That's awesome. Good choice. His winner from 1990. He lives near me, by the way.
1: Have you ever run across him? Invite him to the show?
0: He uh posted a photo of him with Max. I'm like, yeah, of course you would. Oh, you do that Kmart It's So Budweiser, yeah, I got a good good choice. I got to pick something here real quick. Uh, old school Taco Bell colors, that aqua green color <laughs> they had. Uh, on that note, we probably should wrap. One, one more, I think, in the season. We'll be back next week. Recap the Formula One season. There you go, the bronze GP. I'll just do that. The bronze GP on there. So, we'll uh we'll be back close out the year fracingonline.com and fracing online on social media and uh thanks again for tuning in. And we'll
1: see you next week. Take care.